0: Hi, I'm Josie Sweetman. This is a podcast for creatives, entrepreneurs, adventurers, and travelers living life in an exciting way, where remarkable women living off the beaten path share their stories of resilience, courage, and hope. Check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. I believe you are the creator of your life. Don't you deserve to overcome your childhood trauma and take back control of your life? I know how painful it can be to feel disconnected from yourself, your friends, family, and the world. I would like to introduce you to the Illuminate Your Life membership. I help ambitious women dealing with childhood trauma and stressors to feel confidence in their own skin so that they can live life more fearlessly with less anxiety and move out of their comfort zone, to embody the commitment of healing and love they've made to themselves. I do this by taking you through proven techniques and practices to connect with your body on a deeper level. Are you ready to feel connected to yourself and others? Feel compassion for yourself? Let go of self-judgment and start showing appreciation? Learn to deal with your anxiety and feel connected? You're in luck. In a couple months, I'll be launching the Eliminate Your Life Membership. This tribe will have determined, motivated, passionate women who want to better their state of mind, learn how to deal with their past traumas, and see and evaluate how it shows up for them. No more fake it till you make it in this community. We will practice it until we embody it. Join the waitlist today at backrosecoaching.com slash illuminateyourlife. By signing up today, you will get more information and a free audio centering practice. To start connecting with your higher self today. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Backroads Podcast, where we talk about living life fearlessly off the beaten path. Today on the episode, I have Antonia Danik on the podcast a holistic business development coach for change makers and entrepreneurs antonia I am so happy that you're here
1: yes thank you so much for having me Josie please tell us about yourself well I'm uh, I'm a business coach I'm a mom of three uh, I love to travel I'm like a, I always call myself an international soul so <laughs> I'm I live in Germany but I'm really deeply connected to uh yeah a lot of different countries and different uh, cultures and yeah so it's really I feel like we're one tribe on this globe (laughs) and um yeah and my my core passion is is about change and supporting change makers to go for their dreams yes and um I apply this to my life and to my clients' lives, and I support my children to go for their dreams, so it's really, I think there are so many, many little things that add up to great change. Yes. <laughs> and there's, there's so much fun in it.
0: There is, and change is just one of those words sometimes you say to people, and they think change is so scary, if change is, oh my gosh, no, change. But I always say change is the only thing that's constant in our lives. Nothing stays the same. If you look back to where you were a year ago, you'll look and see, wow, there's a lot that's changed. But as humans, for some reason, we're so scared of it.
1: Yeah. And I think the the difficult part about the change is very often the resistance to change. So it's the more we, we cling to we want to have it stable that's the piece that causes us the stress usually it's not the change that causes the stress (laughs) it's our our perception or our expectation to have it in a certain way or to keep something in a certain state and that's just not possible some things will stay in a certain state and some things will simply change (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes I love that you said that it's the resistance to the change that keeps us stuck, not the change itself. That's so true because we are we are resisting change and we're fighting it and it's happening whether we like it or not most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And so we have to change the way we think about it.
1: Yeah and it's it's part I think part is the fear of the unknown. So it's because it's it takes courage and it takes. I think it takes trust in life to Mm -hmm. to go with the flow and to really dare to jump and dare to do it differently and dare to sometimes um, it's like surrendering to whatever is coming. Because very often we see the change coming and very often we don't.
0: (laughs) Yes, very often we don't see the change coming. I would say Uh, it just kind of gets us, and catch us off guard. And I think that's the change that people resist the most. And that's the one we almost have no control over. Yeah. That's the one we have to surrender. And oh, surrender is such a big word. Yes. And I think it's so scary for most of us. How how do you surrender? Like what? I mean, such a big thing to do.
1: Well, I think um... – we can take it from different perspectives. One, one I would suggest is when, when change hits us, um, the, first, the first thing I would suggest is to take a step back and not just fight back or not just react, but really to, to take a moment to breathe and to say, okay, this is happening, um, what can I do now? Because very often there are options we can do and there are things we can do and there are things we cannot change. Right? So there are, very often there is an area where we can, sure, we can be angry, we can be upset, but we cannot change the thing we are upset about. <laughs> but when we take this breath and we take this step back and we think, okay, it's happening, so how can I make the best of it or how can I maybe even enjoy it? if I let go of the idea I had of how it should look like or how it should feel like. And I think part of this surrendering is really um, being aware of my expectations and letting them go. Mm -hmm. And I think then the perspective can open and then we can see new opportunities and maybe we can enjoy it. Yes. Very often it's so, it's so much fun if we, If you give it a try, if you give it a go.
0: Mm -hmm. and Take that step back, as you were saying, and ask yourself, what can I control in this moment? What can I control? And once you start looking at it from that perspective, of what can I do to make myself be able to do this change better and look at more of yourself? And like you said, take that moment of pause. It takes the scariness kind of out of it if you're able to do that. And a friend of mine once said to me, expectations is like planning for disappointment. (laughs) And when he said that to me, I was like, wow, that is amazing. He said this to me in relations to planning my wedding. He said, you have all these plans. You have all these expectations. You want things to go exactly the way they are going to go. Like you're going to be disappointed. And at first I was just like, "What?" what? I didn't understand. I was like, no, I'm planning it. So I'm not disappointed. But once I really paid attention and like took a second to listen to those words, it's so true. I was planning my wedding to a T and if it didn't happen the exact way I planned, oh, I was going to be disappointed. But because he said that to me, he was like, if a piece of cake falls on the floor, laugh. Like if you, this happens, just laugh, like throw your head in the air and laugh. Be so and thankful celebrate. that you have all your people around you. Be so thankful that this is your day and you get to enjoy it. You get to live it. Be in the moment. Don't be wanting everything to go just exactly as so. And That's it right. blew me away. It was like brilliant, brilliant. Blue, it was so yeah. brilliant that I wrote it in my notepad. But I, it's one of those things that I come back to so often. Because as humans, it's so easy for us to plan everything to a T and then expect it to go that way. And when it doesn't, we're so upset. We're so hurt. But it's only because we planned it to a T that we're so hurt. If we just went with the flow, we yeah. wouldn't have any expectations. So everything would just be so. Yeah. So I love that you're speaking yeah. to that.
1: And I think very often you just said with be grateful. And I think that's another thing when we, when change happens and something shifts and we take the step back, we can also not only see what can I do in this situation, but we can also see what is the good in the situation. because yes. very often so much good happens to us, and, and we don't see it. Yes. It's like because we are stuck with what we had planned. And I love this story of your wedding. <laughs> and I see this also with like in my life and with my clients. I see it so often. when you plan also your business, to the T, like when you plan everything out, and they're like time management and everything. And I think they're great tools and great systems. But when you're when you're stuck in them, then it it the flow gets lost. Yes. And the joy of creation gets lost. So to me, it's always a mix of um, planning something. And at the same time being connected with the intuition and with the flow and with what's happening. And then we can adapt and we can shift and we can, we can go with the flow and we can create something which we didn't plan. Mm-hmm. And very often what I see is that the outcome is far greater and far more magnificent than we can think of before. Yes, it's like magic. It's, it's like, like magic and it's, it's leveraging the opportunities that come our way it's talking to the people that you meet by at a birthday party
0: yeah you by accident tell them
1: about their, your big dream or about your vision and they say oh i know someone you need to you need to talk to this woman tomorrow exactly
0: it's just just being open to the possibility
1: yeah and and still, I think planning is good. It has its place. Yes. But if if we are stuck in it, then it's it's only like uh, it's like you're tied up, like you're you're stuck in a rope, and you cannot move yes. because you're planning everything, and a lot of magic that happens and a lot of opportunities that the universe or the world or life sends to us, we because we didn't expect them they're not in our plan yes. so if we are prepared like we have a plan and we have um, for me it's always like mm, we have a vision or we, have, we are clear on our mission or we are passionate about something and then we have this feeling of I am on my path I am connected to this vision I can live this now and, and then I'm open and I'm ready to jump on opportunities where I feel, wow, that's part of my journey. Yes. Yeah, so but it just this kind of could be naturally. part of my journey. Or we meet someone and we didn't plan next week to call, collaborate with someone, but we meet someone and we feel like, oh, wow, there is maybe a possibility and there is, there is some chemistry and I feel like this could develop into a business collaboration yes. and then we we can follow down this path as well and at the same time we are connected to where we want to go and then we see oh, the values are the same and this person is passionate about the same topics or about the same group of people or about the same i don't know about environment or about yes. whatever it is Open. that connects us but it, it opens us to like a field of unlimited potential and of opportunities, which I think we can cut ourselves off if we, if we navigate in a, in a tight plan of, of uh, what our brain can come up with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, our brains make it so we are like living small and we have to start thinking a little bit bigger And be open to whatever the world wants to hand us but I think the biggest scare for people and what's not easy to do is that intuition piece how do you start listening to that inner power inner voice within like how do you start to even trust it is what people are probably the most scared of
1: yeah well for me this journey started when I was a kid so so, um, actually I as a kid, when I, when I made wishes or I prayed, I always said, um, can you please send me signs and help me, help me notice them and help me to be able to follow them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was always part. And then I always wished for, um, may whatever comes from it to the best of all. Yeah. And in this implied, and that's something I realized years later, in this implied was always, even if a solution might be uncomfortable for me at one point, I have this intention of, and this perception of, overall, it's the best solution, the best version that could happen. Yes. So that's my basic mindset, And from there I take it and I really, I think I somehow trained myself to really be um, aware and awake and, and listen to this little voice and very often it's just a whisper. It's a whisper that comes again and again and very often I do not follow the whisper. But then later something happens and I think oh that's what that's why I had this idea and if I had followed it now something would be different (laughs) so very often at the beginning I think it's in hindsight it's like oh I didn't want to go there and then something happened or or I wanted to take something with me that's something that happens to me quite often and then I'm somewhere and I could have needed it
0: yes that Um, happens to me all
1: the time so so now when i go out or when i when i travel before that i just told this to a friend last week and i said you know i i really i go through my flat and i speak out loud who wants to come with me (laughs) i love that (laughs) and then i like i last time i i visited a friend and she's an artist and she's a a shaman and and then she's an artistic healer or whatever and then i had stones who wanted to come with me like i went on a walk and the the stones said take us i said okay some stones and i took some feathers so it was like and then i gave it to her and she was almost in tears and she she said you know i i had the idea i want to to uh, paint feathers wow and, and she's living in the city, so there are not just feathers lying around somewhere. And it was all feathers I had found. So I brought her the feathers. And she was like, how did you know? I said, I, I, I don't know. I I asked who wants to come with me.
0: <laughs> Amazing. I feel or, like this happens to me all the time. So I will leave the house and I'll have a thought of, like, maybe bring this sweater or just something like that. Something small. Or a book.
1: Or something Yes. Sometimes. And then sometimes when I go to an event, for example, there is a little book that wants to come with me and I think, okay, I take you. And then I'm there and I talk to someone and then we talk about a certain topic and then, ah, that's why I took the book. And then I say, I have a book in my room. (laughs) And they're like, you have what? I said, "Uh, I brought you a book.
0: (laughs) That is just amazing. And
1: and that's sometimes... uh, well, that's little things. And at the same yeah, time, it's, it's, the big things. it's an analogy of things that can be big, mm-hmm. right? So it's something to train my awareness of my intuition. And I have other, other methods, like um, I love writing. And I, I work with a lot of people. And I, I usually I've, I feel like... We have different channels on how to access the intuition. Mm -hmm. And what I always suggest is to play with it and see what is your version. I don't think there is one recipe for everyone. And what works for me very good is when I feel like I want to have an answer on a specific topic or um, I'm stuck and... um, one thing that works well is have a carry a question with me and then go for a walk. Mm. So that I carry the question, then over the day or at the walk, some answers come, or I start writing. I sit down, and I have this question. Then I, I say to myself, if I would know the answer, what would I say? And then I just start journaling whatever is coming up.
0: Yes, and, and when letters. I read
1: it afterwards, it's like, who wrote this?
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's some entries yes. in my journal that I've read back and I was like, that wasn't me.
1: What? So, what? so I, think, I think actually it's like it's wisdom speaking through you. Yeah. Right? And it's when you open yourself to whatever comes through you, it can be with, with text, like when you journal. Or sometimes I just record on my phone. When I feel like, oh, there's something coming, I just put I push record and I just start talking and see what comes. Um, for some people it's movement. I know a lot of people who get the best ideas when they're out in nature, walking, hiking, or or at the ocean. So I think it's... I always say it's it's good to play with it and see maybe find two or three versions that work for you and then keep doing it and yes. be open to surprises because very often mm, the messages you get are maybe not the ones you expect. <laughs> yes. So we are back with the expectations. It's I think if we Been. train this, it's really good to be aware of uh, when we – Start clinging to things or when we're not really open to whatever wants to come through yeah so it's back to awareness mindfulness and uh, what also helps what I love is um, when you have a little group and you do brainstorming and you really go for the for the crazy ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you really you really In the beginning, you say, no, the the crazier the idea, the better. And then afterwards, you can go back to the crazy ideas and see what the gold is in there. Because very often in these very crazy ideas where the rational mind would say, oh, that's not possible, uh, still keep them, write them down, record them. And then later, you you will find gold in there because very often there is something a little different or in a little shift to this big idea, and then it's something actually you can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's very playful.
0: It it's is fun. very playful. And the thing that you're saying, like, because so when these little magical things happen to me, I just chalk it up to luck. I used to say I'm just the luckiest person I know because <laughs> it's just lucky. <laughs> And I didn't really... I've never really known how to keep getting lucky. Like I just... Like I said, sometimes it, I'll get those thoughts, but I don't follow through to that whisper. And then later on, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why I had that thought. But you're saying this is like a practice. You have to keep doing it. And you can't just like... Just say I'm lucky and then let things happen. You have yeah. to actually listen and ask and talk and play with it.
1: But well, I think you can also... like. What I hear when you say I'm the luckiest person is that you already appreciate these moments Mm -hmm. and that you are grateful. And I think that's actually the beginning. Because you are already appreciating these ideas. You're appreciating that you're lucky. You're appreciating what happens to you. And I think that's a big part of it. Uh, because when we're not grateful, then we can practice and practice. <laughs> yes. I think that nothing will come. <laughs> Very true. Like, who wants to give you a, a gift and a present if you're not happy with it, right? Yes. So it's really, it's also with gratitude and it's with, without expectation. For me, it's, it's, it's against surrender. And uh, it's opening to receive without knowing if you will receive something. Yes. Because the intuition is nothing. We can... Actually, we cannot train the intuition. We can train to be receptive. We can train to be open. We can train to be in a state of openness and um, a state where we can receive or we can train to be quiet so that we can hear the whisper. But we cannot, and that's my personal opinion, we cannot train that intuition comes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nothing we can order. We cannot say Tomor, tomorrow morning <laughs> at eight, I will get this insight, <laughs> right? That's, that's the piece where I think it, it's not something we can really schedule in, like that it happens. We can schedule in time to meditate. We can schedule in time to go for a walk or to work out or to to get ourselves in a state where we feel inspired. That's something we can do, we can schedule. This is, I think, the part we can train. And then when, when inspiration hits and then when, when something drops, then we can be immensely grateful and yes. act upon it. And that's what I call inspired action. That's really when we get these insights and we act upon them, that's when the true magic happens. It's
0: beautiful thing. Like, I just wish that my whole life was just those days of inspired <laughs> action. Because when I have those things where I'm, like, in flow and I think about something and I do it, it just works out beautifully. And I'm like, wow, I feel I'm on top of the world. Like, but why can't I do this all the time? <laughs> it's the best feeling. Yeah. Yeah,
1: a friend of mine, he said, and then life happens. Yes. And he said, and that was, I think, very wise, uh, and that's why it really stuck with me. It's, he said, you know, the, for him, the, the, um, the, the trick is to embrace this so much that it's not that life happens to me, but that I have this magic flow in my life, mm-hmm. and that I flow through also the challenges in my life, so it's not yes. separate it's not like i'm in a creative flow state and then suddenly i have this sometimes i'm working and i'm like oh this and this and this and then i look on my phone and it rings and it's the school And then i know okay something happened to one of the kids and then it's like okay in five minutes i need to jump to go to the car drive to the school pick one up Mm -hmm. and then the day changes right (laughs) and then to stay in the flow state then and say okay then I do it different then things change I need to cancel this appointment and then I do something else and then I think a lot of this flow state is also in our energy state
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and um, to keep the good mood and to keep the the positivity even if suddenly everything is different Yes, uh, something look- it it's not always working. Yeah, <laughs> that is something I personally um, am working on. Because with three kids, there's always something happening. It's it's simply yeah. like this.
0: <laughs> and I and love not- earlier how you said playful. The word playful. Keep it playful. Yeah, I think that's with through the changes. Even if the day is good or bad and different, keeping it playful. Like that is the word yes. that stuck out for me that you said. Yep. Because you can't always be positive, but keeping it playful,
1: <laughs> it's yeah, like and, laugh, and sometimes even if I cry, but it's 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 like a friend of mine. She sometimes she calls and she says, "You know, I just want to like she wants to to uh, be not negative, but she wants to uh, how is it called? Um, uh, she calls and she says, oh, "I just want to complain and everything," and then vet. I said. vent and then I say yes perfect you have 10 minutes
0: (laughs) (laughs) vent away
1: (laughs) went away and then after 10 minutes okay so back to where we are (laughs) yeah let's be happy again (laughs) well and maybe it's this positive again it's not always happy but it's yeah to go back to positive view Mm -hmm. because I think very often the, the venting is is good and necessary and I think when we give it some time or like we have, we have pain and everything, things happen and it's sad or whatever, it's painful. It, it has its place and it has its importance. And I think it's also good to um, let it be and acknowledge it and feel it. And then it's good to not get lost in the depth of it. And fall into this victim role forever. Mm-hmm. But to really. Uh, consciously give it space. And give it time. And then. And then. Usually I feel when it's time. When I feel like okay now I have. I can breathe again. And now it's, it's time to look on the positive again. Yes. We for example.
0: That space.
1: Yeah, For example. In, like one month ago. <laughs> yeah, it was end of July. I was with my grandmother for one and a half weeks, and uh, it was her last week. And and then when when she le- when she transitioned, <laughs> um, for me it was it was really an up and down for weeks. And I afterwards I cancelled all the appointments, and I felt like okay. And I purposely made space to just be be with the kids, be with myself grieve and to cry and at the same time we were so happy for her because she was 97 and she only had four weeks of people taking care of her until then she was all on her own so it was really it was actually was great (laughs) but it was for me it was on, on purpose I took this time to be off schedule I took this time canceling all the appointments I took conscious time to just be with myself and the kids and everything and now since i think one week i feel like my perspective shifts again and now i can i can do new things in my business which i couldn't do four weeks ago yes so it was change and it still was change and yesterday night i finished uh, Putting, taking the things from her flat so it's another achievement <laughs> we yes. can celebrate and at the same time I feel so deeply connected so now it's like she's even closer with me than before because it's like she's always here with me somewhere <laughs> the best and yeah so it's really yeah it's I think it's not yeah it's not always joyful but we can take it playful, right? In a in a very humble version, yes. <laughs> not playful in oh, we always be, need to be happy and everything needs to be, yeah, because life is life is sometimes sad and dark and pain, whatever. And and I think having space for both sides is it's so important and so not important. Not pushing it away and saying, "Oh, I don't want to deal with it because it will come back anyway." Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and at the same time, mm, it's like it's like honoring our seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like in in our personal life, and I feel the same in business. It's like sometimes in business, we have also these these. Phases, not necessarily pause but where we are more internal like I was personally in internal for the last weeks but also in business when we connect to the vision or when we are really deeply connecting with our purpose I think that sometimes it's also good to have this space with no no big agenda and no not many appointments when we feel like Reconnecting with our vision on a deep level. Something sometimes it's it's almost like reconnecting with, um, yeah, with another dimension. Yeah, and a lot of my work is is also really in this inner work with people to really create space where they can connect with their magic and where they can connect with their dream and vision, and then once they have this inner connection from there, it's like they are planting the seeds and then they find this, the, the the first little plant where they say, okay, this is the part which I can do now. This is the part, this is the expression of my vision, which lives already now. This is the heart of my vision, which I can express in a project next week. Right. So it's, it's, and this is again inspired action. Mm-hmm. The best. Right? Time. So it's so it's 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 inner work, it's inner reflection, connection, and then it goes out into the world. And the sign I always like in my workshops, I always have when you have the eight, but on the side, like the infinity symbol. Yes. And one side is the inner work, and then it's the outer expression. And it's it's like It's how I very often describe it. It's like it's like inside and action, and and it's it's something that is flowing. And sometimes it's something, it's like a flow which is very quick, because we are we have an inside and we say, okay, cool, I do it, and then we have the next inside and we do it. So the flow is like a very very quick, infinity mm-hmm. symbol. Yes. And sometimes I think it takes longer. And and very often when when we are yeah when we get caught up in this in this um, hamster wheel or in this big to-do lists or in this big plans we have and we we have goals and everything and we are sometimes we get we get stuck in the circle of uh working our to-do list. And, and we lose this connection to the to the vision. We lose the connection to why we do this. Yes. Because we are so in the doing, 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 doing the hustle. And then sometimes it's really good to, to really dedicate some time and some intention to, to go back in right? and to see where... Uh, why did I start this business? And and um, and um, and sometimes it's um, it's this time when we realize that we need to readjust our business. It's something that I witness a lot, and that happened to me like at least three times over the last ten years. <clears throat> that I really reconnected with where I want to go and I saw that my business was heading somewhere else and I never had to close one business and I didn't have to start a new one but it's, um, there's this, this picture of you're building a ladder up the wall and, and then when you're on top of the leather, you realize you're on the wrong wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, so this is really the picture I, I always see for myself. It's like really being clear on, on which wall do I want to build my, my leather, right? Where do I want to build? Like, what is the real purpose of my business? What is my purpose here? Mm-hmm. and what is my um what is my contribution to the world and what i see is especially with the word contribution I, th- I feel that people very often feel like it needs to be something huge or something big when i talk from the big vision it's not always necessarily a big company or a big um Uh, big achievement or a multi-million dollar creation, whatever Um, or saving the whole rainforest (laughs) but for me the the big vision is really seeing my piece of the puzzle in the bigger picture Mm -hmm. and even if I and that's a discussion I have a lot with a friend even if I am only a mom and I'm not working like uh, no, no, not, I don't have a job somewhere else, I'm working all day, <laughs> it was, okay, no, but even if my only job is to raise my kids, it can be the big vision of a person,
0: yeah,
1: and it's it's the same it has to me the same value than when you create a huge company with whatever yes, new in saving whatever uh saving water or. <laughs> Or saving rainforest, whatever. It's but I feel it's the important piece is that it's it's this piece that is important to this person. Because for some other, like for myself, only only being a mom, for me it's only it's not my path, right? Something I love my kids and I love being a mom. But for me this this wouldn't be my version right? So it's really about, it's something very personal. And for some people, it's their own business. And the expression comes through this business. And for a lot of people, it's not in their business. It has forms of, they have a job, and they work for someone else. And maybe being part of this company is part of their vision. Or or the job is just giving them the money and their creative heart is somewhere else. Yes. And they are happy creating as artists or um, helping in a charity or whatever. Being a street musician, it's, it, it has so many different forms. And I, I think it's really about finding your own version of it and then pursuing it step by step and not being afraid if, the, if it's too big that's like my, my greatest thing it's like the dream cannot be too big no the bigger the better yeah and the bigger the better and at the same time it's about living it here now and not waiting for it to happen in 10 years yeah. and then we are again with what you said before then we are again with being grateful for every step and seeing seeing it in the greater context and being in connection with others and supporting others reaching for their dreams it's like when you have when you have all different kinds of communities it's like we are one word i love is togetherness <laughs> it's it's something like we as human beings, we love being together and supporting each other. We love being needed and um, and I think that's a big part of reaching our vision is support others on their path and being together and being on this journey together in, in which kind of form um, this takes. Yes. It can be a business setting, it can be a mastermind, it can be a membership, it can be a family can be the village.
0: It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And it's what but gives you fulfillment. Yeah. It makes you feel whole when you
1: have that community. Yeah. In different communities.
0: Yeah.
1: And what I what I see when <clears throat> when we <clears throat> when we approach communities, or oh, not approach when we speak about being part of a community. Uh very often, I see people joining with um, with the mindset of "What can I get here mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the part where it's like uh, feels for the other people sometimes it feels like creepy or uncomfortable, <laughs> but when we join with what can I give or what can we do together or what can we make happen when what can we make happen together then the the complete Community shifts, yeah, and then it can expensive. be so inspiring. It's just like magic. It is. It and feels just, expansive. It
0: doesn't feel so locked in. It doesn't feel like me, me, me. It's like
1: we, 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 like together. Yeah, it's it's we together, and and very often it's, <clears throat> for example, when when you build a network, when you when you build your business, and you connect with others, very often. Uh people what I what I experienced I, I was leading a network in Munich. I was building it for moms who want to start their own business. And and it was a beautiful community because they all came from a place of oh let's do this and we can like we have kids, yes, and we have our business. And and they never came from a place of um what, what can you give me? It was always about sharing information, supporting each other. And then the next step was to um, refer people to each other. It's like, because then you have your network and then you know someone. We had a great photographer. So whoever on Facebook asked for a photographer from this group, we all knew who we want to recommend, right? <laughs> and, and I think... When we build our network and we come from a place of building true connections on a human level without the expectation, and we're back with this word, without the expectation of necessarily getting from this person exactly this and this back within the next month or weeks or year, but really contributing to the network and contributing to maybe the vision of this person Without expecting something, I think that's very strong um, uh, base for building really relationships, like true relationships. I think it's key. It's key. and then the magic can happen, like we said before. Then suddenly they know someone or.
0: Yes, it just flows easily. It's like effortless at that point yeah. when you let it be that way. It just feels effortless, and it feels expansive and it feels like more possibilities when you don't have that expectation. It's the same thing because anytime you have that expectation, it just kind of closes you in and you're like, you can't see left or right. You're just kind of in that tunnel vision almost.
1: And and it's the same with the, with the, with our, our love relationships, right? <laughs> when we are in the expecting thing, it's like clingy and just, it's not working, right? When we come from, <laughs> yeah. But today, today I was I was listening to the radio, and there was such a great example of community and support. I was really touched. It it uh, was from here, from Germany, from a little village, and um, there was there is a family a circus, like um, is it circus? Yes. Where you have the artists and everything. It's it's a couple, and they have five kids. And they together are the circus, so so it's only them. (laughs) And they have animals and they're they're artists and everything. And every winter, since 16 years, they live in one little village for the winter. And they help and they do whatever, but the the circus is closed in winter. And in summer they have the tent and then they have all the artistry and then they they travel the country and they do all their shows. And this year there were no shows. Right because of of corona <laughs> and so now the village is giving back so now they know each other and now whenever they have like the bakery when they have too much bread or whatever, they always give it to this family mm. and now they started to interact in new ways because now they are there in summer and now when there is a birthday party or a wedding, then they perform yeah so they found new ways creative ways of interacting and helping each other. And I think that's what community is about. And now they, now they the relationships they built over years just by being friendly, by living there, by connecting without knowing that one day they will need it, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> has built something magical there. Yeah. And and they spoke in the radio they spoke to the mayor of the city and he was just like he said you know it's just he was so touched as well he said it's nothing he needs to tell the citizens it's something they all do by themselves because it's it's how they are and it's how they feel and because of connections that have been built over the years.
0: The years and just by being authentically yourself I think that's the biggest thing is just showing up being yourself and trying your best come from a good place and be a good human I mean we're all in this we're all in this life together like we can try our best just be nice and kind to each other yes Yes. (laughs) at the end of the day that's all we need is a little bit more kindness a little bit more grace and the world will go around so much easier
1: for everybody Yeah.
0: Oh, this conversation has been so beautiful. And you've shared so much insight on letting go of that expectation of like, getting your intuition in line and figuring out what you need to do that works for you. I think those were just some awesome, brilliant tips to get your intuition flowing and get in that flow state. And I also love that you were talking to Giving yourself a moment, a conscious, intentional moment of like not doing nothing to honor yes. your feelings, to honor your business, to honor your life. That's not something we're taught to do ever. Yes. It's to sit in complete, total silence and give ourselves that space, that time, that freedom. I think it's so important yeah. for us to do that. And I know that our listeners are going to love to like follow you and kind of stalk you a little bit. So where can they do yeah. that?
1: <laughs> The easiest way to stalk me is on Facebook at the moment, <laughs> and there they will also they will also hear um, they will also hear once my podcast is started it's in preparation. Yay! And YouTube will come. So it's the best way to connect is on Facebook. And Just your first and last name, Antonia Daniek. Yes. Yes. Uh, we will put the link below or close by somewhere.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is there any last thoughts on your heart that you feel like you must share with us?
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity, for this lovely conversation. And um, yeah, I, I can just say um, dare to dream and, and take it one step at a time. Yes. Because we only have now. Right, Be grateful, celebrate every step, and, and co-create with others. That's so much fun.
0: That's so much fun. And that intuition piece of inspired action, it is worth Take inspired action. Yes, that inspired yes. action. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Antonia.
1: Thank you, Josie.
0: Thank you for listening to the Backroads Podcast. To learn more about your host, Josie orilla Sweetman, join her on Instagram, Josie Orellis for daily inspiration or come be a part of the conversation of empowerment and positivity on the Backroads Coaching Facebook group. If this podcast resonates and inspired you, hit the subscribe button. Leave us a review and share this with a friend. Here's the Backroads theme song by Mike Kramer. I hope you have a beautiful week, friends. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode.
1: My life, I've been walking on the paved roads, staying in the sun and away from the shadows, living between the lines, following the path everybody said was the only one to travel. Keeping home inside, afraid I otherwise might get lost, go to pieces and totally unravel. Working hard. To quiet a heart that's aching to be free And is always crying out to me Let's Say, take the back, let's take the back let's roads Let's see how things let's go, how things let's, go. Let's, go. let's walk back, with the tin man lion, let's let's The lion and the scarecrow Let's leave the city and move the back, to the village let's take All the it takes back, is a little bit see of faith and courage Let's take the back roads